0: Stocks are continuing an upward climb on Wall Street today, gains in both technology and consumer-focused companies. The Nasdaq was up 52 points today to 74.60. The S&P was up six points. The Dow closed down three points today. You're listening to NPR News. Thousands of anti-capitalist demonstrators took to the streets in Zurich, Switzerland today to protest a planned visit this week by President Donald Trump. Trump's expected to attend the World Economic Forum in the Alpine town of Davos, where he's scheduled to speak Friday to a group that includes business and political leaders. Protesters waving flags and carrying environmental placards marched on the Zurich Financial District today. There were similar protests in the Swiss capital. More than 4,000 Swiss soldiers along with 1,000 police officers have been sent to guard Davos. Minnesota Public Radio today released new details about its decision to cut business ties with former A Prairie Home companion host Garrison Keillor. Matt Sebeck of Minnesota Public Radio reports a woman who worked on Keeler's staff told company officials about dozens. You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.
1: And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. This is podcast episode number 1066. And boy, do we have a great show for you. We have two returning guests. Loyal listeners know we don't bring a lot of people back on the show, (laughs) but these two guys were so good the last time. They've got so much more to talk about. I just couldn't say no to having them back on the show because in just 18 months, Spinnaker Investment Group surpassed $250 million in assets under management. Proving their commitment to helping individuals find financial stability and independence. Today, I've invited Morgan and Joe back to tell us about the trends for wealth management, and it's a hot space right now. So, gentlemen, welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank, thank you for us. having us. Yeah, thank All right. you. All right, so let, let's do this so that maybe people didn't hear your previous interview on the show. Let, let's uh, start with you, Joe, and then Morgan. Tell me a little bit about your background. what were you doing before this?
2: Yeah, so we're gonna work together at a previous firm for about
1: ten years. So we decided we can do this on our own.
2: Let's let's get out there and make it happen. So uh-huh. we were in the investment business with a previous firm and we're gonna and got together and made the decision to go out on our own. So who brought the subject up <laughs> first
3: uh that was me okay. yeah, yeah. Really? how many yeah. how many lunches did it take <laughs> yeah okay. it took quite a few lunches absolutely okay so i've done it for about 25 years and i was with joe for well joe and i together i don't know close to 10 wow and uh i said i think we can do this probably a
1: little bit better what did you think you could do better obviously you something is you were right yeah congratulations on that one but what was it you saw that would be different if you two had your own brand
3: you know, I think what it is, it's it's being that we're a smaller firm, we're more nimble. We're able okay. to make decisions quicker. Uh, we don't have to have meetings to have meetings. It was a decision that we both want to grow this thing. We both want to be, we're committed to this business. We're
1: committed to our clients. And uh, when there's a decision that need, needs to be made, we did it. Okay, so we're, let's talk about, I call it your niche. Okay, so here on the radio show, we're using the platform to help me with my next, my fourth book, which is called The Critical Mass Company. And what I know from surveying companies that are able to grow successfully, because there's a lot of companies that grow and, unfortunately, are less successful even though they're bigger, Mm -hmm. um, that many times, most times, those companies that grow successfully have a very clearly identified niche or niches with which they build relationships for prospects and customers. So I'm going to ask you, do you have kind of a category, a class of customer, and can you share that with our audience? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, and I'll let
3: joe elaborate on one of these but uh, we work a lot with business owners and we work a lot with attorneys uh on the business owner side you know they are they like smaller firms because they like their decision makers they like to work with decision makers right they like people who have new ideas and they can help them because you know we're all paying taxes how can we save taxes how can we save money and then attorneys i'll let joe talk a bit about i mean but basically when you look at attorneys. You have a
2: lot of people making some money that have a lot of opportunities, and so yeah, we call them Henrys—high income earners, not rich yet. Okay. So for us, it's a lot of individuals that are earning high income um, and looking for a way to reach that financial independence. Not necessarily love what they do, but it's a means to an end. So we help them gain that financial independence as quickly as possible, and they're really good at outsourcing. So whether it's a small business owner or an attorney, those are two niches that we own and that you're heavily invested in marketing towards.
1: Okay, so I, I would assume here on octalkradio.net, my on, audience demographic, I know is skewed towards business owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would assume some of those entrepreneurs sure. are also in the legal profession. Absolutely. So you're really talking to some members of the community that might be interested in learning more about Spinnaker Investments. Absolutely. What makes you guys, tell me more about what makes you different. Why were you able to grab so much, what I consider market share, Right, yeah. $250 million of assets under management?
3: You know, we broke our philosophy down very simply, and it's A, B, C, asset allocation. You can call that a commodity, but the B is behavior and C is cost. So I'll talk about the, the middle one, the B, the behavior, and that is we take our clients from the beginning and put a plan together. So this is, it's a tough time right now in, in, in the investment world because it seems easy. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's so easy. Who Why don't I be need... unhappy? Right. That's you know, right. Who's unhappy? I don't right. need advice. Yeah, and that. well I'm doing. Right. 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 That right. client that was conservative is now more aggressive. You got Bitcoin. You have... There's a lot of things that people can make behavioral uh, mistakes right now. And so we really focus on that. And so it's ABC cost C. And then I think the apostrophe S uh, yeah, joke could get in. That's something
2: that Morgan and I decided when we launched our new firm is really the ABC is apostrophe S, which is social capital. So if your advisor can help you get networked and help you as a business owner, whether you're the legal profession or a physician or whatever, a CPA, whatever that business might be, Uh we want to create a network, an environment where we can bring young professionals, executives, whoever, together to build on their business and help them with business development. So it's all about bringing our clients together, bringing our networks together, and really being the quarterback for those clients. So, so the social capital is
1: huge. Social capital, is that a giving back to the younger generation? It's is that both. It's both. Or? No,
2: it could also be the quarterback for a, a client that comes in and says, like, hey, I'm an accountant, I'm a CPA, and I want to I want to find business. Okay, okay well, let's host okay. an event. We do okay. a lot of attorney events. January 30th, we're going to be at the Pacific Club. For us, it's bringing 75 attorneys, some of the top talented attorneys here in Orange County, and we give them a platform to learn about cybersecurity and also gives them a platform to network with other Attorneys. Attorneys love the network. They do, right. absolutely. They're so specialized, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, so no you question. Know that. Right. Okay,
1: so you're offering these other member values, client values that really help them grow their business, not only their it's, wealth. It's both sides. It's the social capital, which is giving
2: back to the community, like you right. said, but also helping them build their business, right? Because right. any advisor, at most part, can do asset allocation. We believe we do a much better job on the behavior side, but some can keep their costs low. But what else are they doing for you? Mm-hmm. It's it's introducing other potential
3: clients, so what do business you do? development. So what
1: do you guys do to keep your costs low?
3: Well, when we, we build portfolios, uh, we use exchange-traded funds, institutional, uh, you know, mutual funds. But also, the way we built our company, we use a lot of technology. Um, we keep our basic overhead pretty low.
2: Okay. Um, for, so, for, from our size with two guys and one staff and six other advisors, I mean, it's unheard of for the size of a firm with one staff member. Okay. Right. So we were so efficient. We invest in technology, technology and really keep our costs low so we can then give it back to our clients. Absolutely. So that, I would think, business owners appreciate. They,
3: uh, business owners, they love it. They absolutely appreciate it. And, uh, you know, you're not going to walk into a marble building but they, they appreciate that <laughs> with the big fountain. That's right. And, and across from the Ferrari dealers. That's right. They're yeah. not getting it, but they'll, they'll see it in their, their pocketbook. Maybe but a Lexus. We're down the street from Newport. Don't, you, yeah. right. Don't you
1: have a Newport be that? We Newport do. We do. Trip, we do. We do. are near, yeah. okay. near the airport. We're near the airport. You're in that Irvine part yes, of Newport that, Beach. Right? There you go. Yeah, you're right. Just, out there on, just made yeah. it. Just on, on Tarman, <laughs> but yeah, got the zip code, baby. Go the across the street. Across the street. And you're near the Pacific Club. we absolutely. It's a
2: great area. It was by design. Yeah. Right. That way we can walk there. Yeah, that's right. Very
1: intentional. All right. Well, we're gonna. We're having some fun here in the studio. These are returning guests. They're comfortable with being on the program. I want to take just a short break, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere, because you know if you listen to the show before 30 seconds, it's going to be one quick word from something about me.
2: Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104.
1: okay welcome back to critical mass radio show and podcast i am your host richard franzi all of our shows can be heard anytime on itunes iHeartRadio, stitcher spreaker.com several hundred former guest websites whose ceos have appeared on our show you know and since 2009 when we started broadcasting the show here on octalkradio.net we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through the live stream our podcasts and their other channels. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show into your favorite podcasting software, and you'll receive our weekly wonderful interviews with great guys like Morgan and Joe from Spinnaker Investments. All right, um, let me ask you if you can think about a, an indicative example of a client. I know we have to be careful with what you say, so we can, you know, I don't need names or anything, but help, help my audience to understand kind of the role that you play as the wealth manager. For a, a, a typical or indicative client, do you have one that you could share with us?
3: Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I'll give you a, an example um, that's an individual client. You know, someone who came to us that was at a large brokerage firm and uh, reviewing her costs, reviewing what they were doing. And, you know, her, her overall, it was a good size account, very expensive. And what they didn't do was all the other things in her world. The You know, not so much the social capital, but didn't look at her insurance. Look at her homeowner's insurance. Look at all her her entire, uh, just everything. Everything. When we looked, we fixed her her portfolio, got that on, on track. But then we look at her homeowner's insurance, and, you know, they just sent her to some person. Didn't really check it out. She was paying probably double what she should be paying. Looked at her long-term care insurance. All the way down the line, that was someone that just not only in the portfolio did we save her a tremendous amount of money, but all these things that she had been cutting checks to for years, that she saved thousands and thousands of dollars, but it was really taking a more holistic approach and looking at everything for her and, and, and really helping her understand the process.
1: I would think that's a great example. And I would think, you know, we use the term trusted advisor, yeah. right? And certainly mm-hmm. if someone's going to allow you to see their personal wor- net worth and, and take your advice on how to grow that, you're pretty trusted.
2: Well, that relationship came through a CPA. Okay. So the CPA got a hold of the client. The client said, hey, I've got questions. My current advisor, at this bit broker shop, is not talking about annuities. Does this make sense for me? A light bulb went off his head. He contacted us. We got in wow. touch with it. She was like, I was sending over statements. We started reviewing things. Next thing you know, he pulled
1: over the entire client, client relationship. Right. And that's it's trust, right? You're right. managing money. Right. And it's th- emotional. And then, but also then the look, because I know I work with small business owners, yeah. their life can be kind of complicated. Right, right, because there's this difference between their business and themselves. But sometimes there's this not One so of the same. separate, right? <laughs> that kind of gets absolutely, yeah. yeah. And sometimes they disadvantage them their, themselves because they're focused so much on the insu- right insurance and everything for the company that almost the energy level sometimes to deal with their own personal stuff. Just you only have so much energy. They don't pay attention absolutely. to it. No, right, right. and they they, they they almost don't have. It's not doesn't feel to be as pressing as the issues in business, but yet long term. It can be every bit as damaging or beneficial, to right?
3: Them. And their business is usually their biggest asset too. Yes. So they're they're you know hyper focused on that, but they're not
2: paying attention to all the other areas, right? Well, one and of the reasons we love attorneys is because they're billing so many hours. You're billing 2,500 hours a year. Do you think you really have time to look at your 401k at the end of the day? No, <laughs> right? Right? So it's where we come into play. Say, outsource this. Yeah. You know the See, time. Don't, don't spend gig? six
1: minutes looking at your IRS. <laughs> Get back. You can bill those six yeah. minutes. You need to bill those hours. We need to, to make available. We'll, we'll take care, care of it. We'll, we'll take care, care of it. All right, Morgan and Joe. What have you guys done? Because uh, another part of what we see on the criti- in the critical mass research for our next book is that uh, companies that scale and grow successfully are able to stay responsive to their clients like they were in the good old days when they were smaller. You've grown your assets under management. That assumes mean you brought in more clients. What are you guys doing to make sure you're given that same service level that you were when you started?
3: Well, I think, it, as we spoke of earlier, the technology, but we also just brought in a young advisor that we're going to start you know, integrating in with some of our clients. So we picked a, a set amount of clients per advisor, and we want to stick to that so that they get, even though we're larger, we want the boutique feel. Mm-hmm. you know, So they still get that high-touch service. So we have brought in some, some junior advisors to really help in that world.
2: But but you know there's no balance in life, right? Morgan and I are working harder than we ever have in our entire lives. Okay. And one thing I find is that if the clients want it now, we're going to figure out a way to make it happen. So for Morgan right. and I, it's getting up early, getting our workout in and getting in the office early when markets are open and then working late in the evening. Oh, yeah. because that's just,
1: that's just the way it is. Being on the West Coast, you guys have a very early <laughs> market yeah, calls, right. kickoff, right? <laughs> so to get a get a workout in and get ready and get to go to work, in, you're, yeah. up, you're up when it's still dark. Absolutely. Right. And and I know from working with business owners and entrepreneurs, when you make that step to bringing in people who are going to deliver the service that you delivered, that's a little extra effort on your part, right? Absolutely. And it's,
3: it's a process. And we haven't fully integrated, and I think that that's – We're still holding on, so
2: we're not completely letting go of it, but we're going through it. But one thing with business owners that you would know, too, is clearly defined roles. Morgan manages the assets. I do the business development, right? And we both kind of cross over at certain points. But having those clearly defined roles as business owners makes all the difference in the world. Because he stays on his side of the fence,
1: I stay on my side of the fence, and we make it work. I've had a number of people here on the radio show and in my peer groups who've been business partners for decades. And one of the common things I've learned from them is they started out with a mutual respect and a different skill set. And they never lost respect for the other person's skill set. And the other person always carried the weight for what they were supposed to do. Absolutely. And and that's because after a while, you know, your roles change, but you still have to be delivering the value like you did when you... That's absolutely right. Or why keep the partnership? Right, and yep. then you start to resent them and stuff. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's
2: not happening <laughs> no, here. No, 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 no. no, no we've way. been working together ten years already. We know. We know. Oh, yeah, It's like a
1: marriage. So, <laughs> uh, our author Michael Gerber talks about working on your business, not just in your business. Mm-hmm. So, and you guys, it's amazing to me how much you have to know. The kind of calls that you must get from people. You mentioned Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just these, all these esoteric or boundary conditions that they may have heard of over one of their friends at the club. I mean, what do you guys do to stay current with all that you have to know while you're working as hard as you're working? That's why he's a wizard. Yeah,
3: (laughs) And that's part of the division of uh, of roles here. I, I read a lot. I mean, I'm reading everything. I go to conferences. I go to a lot of things. So it's... Getting up early, I go for a run or I read. I mean, it's just, it's constant. Constant reading, constant, you know, I look at other people's news, just everything. There's so much information out there. Uh, it's just constant. You have to constantly keep up with because the last thing you want is that client calling you and talking about something that's kind of a hot topic and you're like, hold on. Right. You got to know. And right. you, you have to also have an opinion.
2: But it's never being too proud to not listen to your clients as well because we have such unique balance of clients, small business owners, big families, whatever, across the board. You listen to what industry they're in, they start telling you a lot of things about what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. we find a lot of times we listen to our clients, they tell us a lot what's going on in the market.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a prime example. Back in 06, that's, um, you know, two things that happened. One, I had a uh, we, we had a cleaning lady that had three houses. I realized the housing prices were a problem. And, had, <laughs> and so Jeez. then we also had, uh, a client of mine uh, was in the, uh, you know, the tape business, sold duct tape, and he was slowing down. And that's, you know, that means housing slowing. Canary in so, a coal mine. That's right. So imagine. you learn a lot from your clients. So you do have to listen to them.
1: Well, that's interesting. I, I, I don't want to go in an area where you guys can't answer, but you mentioned Bitcoin. And I'm just wondering, watching the marketplace, are we seeing something that's a fundamental change as it relates to digital currency? Or is this something that's too uncertain at this time to be able to forecast?
3: I think it's very uncertain, but I think the blockchain will make some significant changes. The the blockchain makes a lot of sense and, and basically it came out of the, the crisis uh, in 07 there. I mean, right. basically, people didn't trust the banks. That's the first time I've been through a couple, you know, after 25 years, I've, I've seen a couple markets pull back. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've had clients that actually wanted to take money out of their bank and put it in their brokerage account because they didn't believe their bank was there. And so I think people are saying, these banks have been crushing me for years in fees, and I don't. I don't know if my money's going to be there. So I think I think it is it's here. It's here for the future. Is it a currency right now? Probably not. A bit too volatile, but that blockchain is, is very
1: impressive. You know, I um I I think that the great recession that we all lived through has the same potential for lingering memories as the great depression for the people who lived Certainly. through the great depression. I I think I see that in my business owners. It affects their appetite type mm-hmm. for hiring and their appetite for risk. Even all these years after, we got like the second longest recovery since World War II, people are still worried that we could slide back into what happened. we 100 in months into this yeah. recovery. Well, yeah.
3: right. <laughs> I, I have clients that, you know, that the, they will not spend their money. They will not live because they came out of the, you know, the, the, the Depression era babies and all that stuff and, and those type of people that they won't spend. I mean, I, I, he has since passed, but his son was a doctor, and his son's like, don't save this money for me.
1: Enjoy yourself. You're right. It'll linger. Yeah, I think it will. So um, we're out of time. My engineer tells me we have to say goodbye. So if someone would like to learn more about your firm, how online would you recommend they do that? What's your website?
3: Our website is www.spininvest.com.
2: Instagram, Facebook, social media.
1: All there you over. go. There you go. All <laughs> over. Yeah. And LinkedIn. Go with LinkedIn. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been great. Thank Congratulations on the meteor meteoric growth. I, I knew we appreciate it, it. I knew it from knowing Could you. Could have done too. it without you. No. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure we played a small role <laughs> in the critical mass radio show. Right. You really Absolutely. can't tie it to it, but I'm sure we helped. <laughs> We're gonna track it. We certainly yeah. didn't hurt. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well we'll have Love you guys it. back when you hit the next what's the next big milestone that you guys We're have? We're gonna hit three hundred million this year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then it's on to five hundred and that's the that's the goal. at what point okay I know I'm out of time but you got me curious now I, I know you guys measure each other relative to assets under management right mm-hmm. uh, what is like the Holy Grail for you two guys of asset is there a ceiling on where you want to be or
3: there is and we've sat there and had these conversations really uh, 450 to 500 is fine for us and okay. we think' we'll, we think we'll grow beyond that the reason is you start getting up to a billion dollars. Now you're a company that has to have an HR department. You have to get the, the you know, the company book. You know all those things. We have yeah. to have you know all these trainings, trainings. and so
2: a different ballgame.
3: That yeah, you actually we could go backwards as far as how we could, right. you know, What we could earn and all that. And yeah, you know, we lose touch with the client. So I think that's our sweet spot. Well, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, we'll okay. be back. All right. Hope Let's, you have us. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when that's going to be, but right. I know it's going to happen. All, All right. right. Thanks, guys. Thank appreciate you. you. Thank appreciate you. The show. Good work. I want to thank our engineer and station owner, Paul Roberts, for manning the board here today. And our producers are Haley Stern, Crystal Nunley, and Joan Park. If you want to connect with me on uh, social media, I'd say Twitter's a good place. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle, CEO Peer Groups. On LinkedIn, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. Website is mass 4 forbusinesscom And it's our next show. I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.
0: You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.